We're back. How do you feel, man? Uh, well, I feel a lot worse now uh, after hearing these ones. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been familiar with the Black Codes. So did you know it was like this? I, I, I never heard of them in detail. I just assumed that it was white people being white people. Right, right, right. <laughs> and South Carolina is the ones that we're reading. But again, there's there's more. Um, like when I first heard about the Black Codes, I was like, no duh. What part of America did you not understand? <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're only halfway through the Black Codes. All right, so let's go to apprenticeship. I think I saw some of that on. I saw some of that on the Great State, uh, Free State of Jones. Remember that? No. It was basically if you ever seen the That's movie. That's if the the Civil War would the South would won the Civil War. No, that's the movie with um Matthew McConaughey. No, this was uh it's Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. It, and and <coughs> is this like a trial? At the beginning, there was a trial. Okay, in the and, movie, and you find out that like the person on trial is actually a black person, <coughs> but he looks white. He he passed off as white. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Remember in the movie after the Civil War was won, um, Herschel Ali is in the movie, mm-hmm. and um, they took his son as an apprentice, and he was actually going to the plantation with a shotgun to get his son back. Oh yes. Yeah. I remember that. I saw that. I saw that. And I know what that was actually a great depiction of like. In all seriousness, how like well black people in America, mm-hmm. like I don't think people realize how much black people actually love what America's supposed to be. Yeah, that's me. Like I love what America is supposed to be. Yeah, it's like but people don't realize that America's like most black people. Are like, hey man, listen, just say what the say, just say what the fuck you say you was gonna do, and we'd be cool. Yeah, but you, you just never do. Yeah, yeah. If 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 America. And then the the thing that frustrates me just as much is that we have all of these people, um, black people and people of color, that does not make that a priority to us themselves to make sure that America is giving everybody the rights that they should have. Yeah. So, I mean, I uh, said this to somebody on Twitter. We were talking about black coaches because of the, um, the ruckus now because there's only one black coach. Mm-hmm. Like actively employed in the NFL, mm-hmm. give me one black head coach. Tyloo, right? No, Mike Tomlin. Oh, you said NFL. Um, <laughs> because like a lot of people who keep trying to like um, argue against it don't understand the concept that if seventy percent of the workforce is black, mm-hmm. that should bleed over into management. Right. And, let, and to say otherwise, this means that you think that black people can't lead. Right. But um, somebody said something or other, and. This other person, I think a white person too, said, um, but that's never how it works out. Like, um, I don't know. It, and I, and I want to say, you you hire the people that's qualified to do the job. See what I mean? Sorry. Like, it always happens to me. Like, my sister, mm-hmm. she always just goes through and calls me anyway when it, when it tells her don't disturb me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But... Um, as pointed out, like they always ignore the practice for the theory. Mm-hmm. Like the theory is this shit supposed to work this way, mm-hmm. but in practice it doesn't. Correct. That's what and black people are saying. Hey, we we actually agree with the theory. It's just that you you just don't practice you it. You don't practice. You don't put it into practice. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the way it is in America because when it comes to management, when it comes to everything, people hire the people that. Looks like them, they think of as them when it comes to it. Like, if they could see you, if they could see themselves in you and they could see themselves in that position, like me, I have 
and I I do this. I have three businesses. In my three businesses, I want to work with the type of people that I can form good relationships with. Now, some of those people are white, some of those people are black. But if you look at everybody that I deal with in particular, I'm only, I deal with, in the earth is, I mean, America's what, 13% black? I think so, last one count. So I'm about 60% black in my business that are of the people that I work with. Right. Right. Um, And it's because I I deal with the people that I can have good relationships with. So imagine on the grandest scale, if I'm only dealing with the people that I can have good relationships with, those people are only dealing with the people they can have a good relationship with and so on and so forth. And we have two, three hundred people in the the company. Those two or three hundred people go be majority black because I come from the hood. I deal with the hood. Um. But when you have a business and you run a business, you have to weed out those prejudices. And um, once you start becoming 10, 15, 20 people deep, you have to start being a little bit more open to the people that you hire, the people that you keep around you, because you're starting to deal outwardly to a bigger audience, a bigger type of people. So in the NFL, with... 70% 70% of the league being black, they need to filter that up to their management. Yeah. And filter that up to the owners. There's no reason there's no black owners, majority owners. Well, I mean, because well, you become an owner from ownership is a different path than management in the NFL. Like, you would think, basically, what I'm saying is, you would think that. Okay, this dude's a great. I agree with you on management. Yeah, and I just do ownership in there because um, that's the way I'm thinking about the the top tiers as well. Right, but yeah, man, that's what that's all it is. Like, this motherfucker put the theory into practice. Right, and let's start talking about apprenticeship. Let's go. Let's go. <clears throat> Southern Black Codes provided another source of labor for white employers. Black orphans and children of vagrants or other destitute parents. Oh, that was one sentence. I'm sorry. (laughs) The South Carolina Code authorized courts to apprentice such black children. So we're talking about children of vagrants and other destitute parents. Um, Even against their will to an employer until the age of 21 for males and 18 for females. Masters had the right to inflict moderate punishment on their apprentices and to recapture runaways. But the code also required masters to provide food and clothing for their apprentices, teach them a trade, and send them to school. So for apprenticeship, <clears throat> for now let's let's all always know that while blacks have the full rights of all white people at this time, except for they can't marry in accordance to basically the black codes, um, you had very strong labor contracts and you had to be signed under a contract or you consider a vagrant. In apprenticeship, if you're considered a vagrant or your parents are destitute, which means they owe money or they anything. 
destitute can mean anything. Um, let's look up the definition of destitute. If you don't have the basic necessities of life, okay. which is the way that the labor contracts are designed. Basically being black in America. <laughs> yes. So labor contracts are designed to keep you behind. But if you're behind, your children could be sold off into apprenticeship. The fuck? If you're a vagrant, your children could be sold off into apprenticeship. If you were a slave, your children could automatically be sold off into apprenticeship if you wanted to. I was going right back there. Uh, there's no difference here. So, if you were an apprentice, there might have actually been, you, you might have been better off because they're forced to clothe and teach them a trade. They have to teach you a trade. Like slavery. Yeah, like slavery. So, I say you might have been better off, but no, you were treated like a slave. Same way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and you can have done that from the age of two, one, six months. Not seeing the difference apprentice. in slavery here. <laughs> so all they have to do is basically put you on some clothes. Great. And once you're old enough to walk, start putting you on tasks. You work it off until you're 21 years old or 18 years old. So and like- then... You have to find someone to give you a contract because immediately when you turn 21 years old, if you don't have a contract, you're a vagrant. <laughs> immediately. You got no connection built up or none of that. Correct. So, so basically what they just said was, hey, don't call us slavery anymore. Mm-hmm. These are the black codes of South Carolina oh, coming that out. South Carolina gave themselves after losing the war for slavery. All right, so we did apprenticeship. Let's go to number five. Courts, crimes, and punishments. Again, we are reading this from the Civil Rights Foundation article named The Southern Black Codes of 1865 and 66. And also we known are as reading America in this bag. <laughs> <laughs> the South Carolina Black Codes. Um Number five, South Carolina Black Codes established a racially separate court system for all civil and criminal cases. That involved the black plaintiff or defendant. It allowed black witnesses to testify in court, but only in the case of affecting the persons or property of a person of color. So they could not witness against the masters. Crimes that whites believed freed men might commit, such as rebellion, arson, burglary, and assaulting a white woman, carried harsh penalties. Most of these crimes carried the death penalty for blacks, but not for whites. I hate blacks and whites. So, a death penalty for black people, but not for white people. You just hate everybody, huh? Yeah. Because <laughs> I hate blacks and whites. <laughs> I, just, I just hate saying blacks for people. Um, and whites for people. I, I feel like that's slighting people. Um, punishments for minor offenses committed by black people should result in hiring out or whipping. Penalties rarely imposed on white lawbreakers. So, if you committed a crime, first of all, black people could testify only against other black people. And that's not snitching. But it's another way to turn black people against black people, right? They even carry that today. Like, 
Like the no snitching campaign um, with the hood, uh, that was started. First of all, the snitching was basically taught wrong at that time. But what they were trying to do is to stop stuff like this, like uh, for black people to uh, always testify against black people. Um, You have black people testifying against black people in this time as they are by law only allowed to testify against black people, but they could not testify against white people. Um, but that makes sense because people didn't realize that a lot of a lot of black culture is a result of the shit that happened back then. Right. Like, um, I know you... I know Jim you Crow law says turn, black people, turn them against each other, turn the brother against the brother. I know, you, I know you have issues with them, but Dr. Umar Johnson had that right, though. Mm-hmm. What he called the post-traumatic slavery disorder. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of our, a lot of the disorder of the black community is shit that's handed down from slavery reconstruction time. Right. Yeah. I, I disagree with a lot of stuff that he says when it came to that school. Uh, and I also, I think he misshapes things. He's a grifter to me. He's a grifter. And I don't agree with grifters because they take the facts and they twist them to make their own agenda. And he's a doctor, so he knows better. Like We've had a discussion before. Yeah. So. I'm just pointing out that he I'm pointing out that aspect of his argument is yeah. something I think is indisputably correct. Like Yeah, he is he yeah. is he's correct about that. I mean most I mean people don't get being a lot of being like being black in society mm-hmm. is a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. Like people don't get oh black people are so cool. You know why we so cool? Because we act like we don't give a fuck. You know why we don't give a fuck? Nothing in this country's really been built for us to right. give a fuck about it. It was built by us, but not for us. Yeah, so it's like food. I mean, by us, for you, bufu. Yeah. <laughs> you remember the Chinese people? By uh, us, fuck you. But <laughs> 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 well, it's by us for you. That's that's where all this stuff is made for. Like, but yeah. Um, I mean, that's what we, that's what really we in Black America is just trying to cope most of the time. Mm-hmm. So, once you get convicted of a crime, whether it was, um, whether it was uh, burglary, arson, rebellion, rebellion, it's rebellion. Oh, so you've you're now forced to do a bunch of things, and then if you have a bad day, you want to rebel. Because you were once a slave, and now that you're not a slave, you're doing slave things. Exactly the same. Um, a dead rebellion might get you hung. That's crazy. Or however they killed people in those states at that time. South Carolina, uh, I think they hung people still back in those days. Because I don't want to do this shit anymore. <laughs> Legally hung people because they will hang you today. Yeah, cause remember, hang was, hang was actually a form of execution mm-hmm. back then, yeah. Um, or whipping, public whipping, like that's crazy. But when it came to white lawmakers, you did they didn't do that because the judge has to sign off on those things. And as we even saw in the Cal Rittenhouse thing, like the Cal Rittenhouse judge, I ain't even gonna call his name because he doesn't believe. I mean, he doesn't deserve to have his name out there. But the Kyle Rittenhouse judge is exactly, exactly the way things happened in the 1860s. Basically, all the way up until like the eight, until the 1970s. He's an ugly ass little boy too. 
ugly spirited as well. That's an ugly ass kid. Look at you doing that fake crying. Yes. I like. I couldn't have been in. I don't know if I said this on the um, park. I don't know if we were recording when the trial was going on, but <laughs> were I in that jury, I'd have convicted his ass just for fucking with me like that. That fake crying. Yeah, it was all set up. Like we knew that. Like nigga, were you fake crying for? If you ain't did nothing. Yeah, I'm gonna put on for my city. On on for my city. Kyle Rittenhouse put on for his crackers. Like Jesus, yeah. man. All right, so that brings us to number six, the final one. Other restrictions. This is called other restrictions. Yeah. (laughs) South Carolina's code reflected the white obsession with controlling former slaves. It banned black people from possessing most firearms, making or selling liquor, and coming into the state without first posting a bond for good behavior. The code made it illegal for them to sell any foreign products without written permission from their white employer, supposedly to guard against stealing. Also, blacks could not black people could not practice any occupation except for former a servant under contract without getting an annual license from a judge. Other restrictions saying, first of all, black people can't have guns. Okay. In this free country where it says second fucking that, amendment and the second amendment, the second thing has the right to carry arms. The second thing they pointed out. <laughs> yeah. After, after they had, after saying, Hey, you can talk all your shit cause there ain't no Kings over here mm-hmm. and you can have guns. <laughs> yeah. Let's not get too far away from that. But let's make sure you can have guns. Anyway, but uh, you like cannot weapons. make or sell liquor. Huh? I was confused by that. So did motherfuckers not have weapons in England before um, America did this thing? I mean, they almost still don't today. I mean, all I'm saying is it's right to bear arms. A sword is technically an arm. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm pretty much distinctly remember that in medieval times, motherfuckers had swords. Yeah, everybody had Everybody had them. Yeah, just in case, just kiss, 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 motherfucker, get a little froggy. Put the this right to form a militia. Put this, put this scalable on your yeah, ass real yeah, quick, yeah. bro. <laughs> but it, you don't want black people to have guns because black people might form a militia. Oh, like y'all did? Yeah. So, uh, you can't make and sell liquor because like y'all do. <laughs> they, they, and because it's such a simple thing to make. And, and that's just one example that they use to, you know how when they make laws, they want to say the bad thing and then they put the filler in the back end. So, like the li- I mean, it, it, which is weird because isn't liquor just leaving something out for a while? Yeah, it just ferments. On the yeah. You, you go should, put some grapes on the counter. Like, well, yeah, technically speaking, yeah, you, yeah. Leave, you leave grapes out. <laughs> you just made wine. Yeah, they go rot and then they go ferment. You take the air out of it too. Let it rot and ferment. So you, you leave some grapes in the jar to draw too long and then go sip that shit. Yeah, I, I've actually done it on the ship. <laughs> so basically, you can get arrested because you, you forgot to throw the grapes away. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to throw the grapes away. So, yeah. Um, and it's, it's it's a little bit more, a little bit. It's not a lot more complicated than I'm making it, but it's a yeah. little bit more complicated. Like, no, I basically, But that's what real, it is. Like, you, you squash up the grapes. Yeah. Take the juice, pour it in a bottle. Let this just sit for a while. Mm-hmm. Throw some sugar in it. And you're done. And then if you come back about a month later, it, it, 
like my soda bottle that I, I, I made alcohol out of when I was on the ship, it just got really big. And then I basically couldn't let the air out. And it was a couple months. It didn't taste that good either, but it was alcohol. I mean, nothing homemade ever tastes as good as it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. But, you got to figure out how to make it a good way. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> uh, I hope the statute of limitations oh, that, for the for military. So. <laughs> that show I told you about, Secession. Mm-hmm. In the show, one of the characters was um, about to go to jail, mm-hmm. or possibly could have gone to jail. Mm-hmm. It was the funniest thing because he was even looking up toilet wine because mm-hmm. <laughs> he likes wine. I kept thinking, like, bro, you are not going to actual prison, right? You are going to like that club fed shit, man. Like, yeah. be real about this. Like, yeah. you, they'll probably give you wine in the goddamn prison and you're going to go like to. Just like a bunch of them Jan Six people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I did a podcast on that. And did you listen to my last? You should actually go listen to the last podcast. I know you don't listen to podcasts, but though, out of my low number is 45,000 because they say there was a counted 30,000 people at the protest the night before where, where they also attacked policemen um on january the 5th and, and once and, again yeah if you wake up on if you woke up and you remember the news on january the 5th very early on the 6th they talked about how policemen were attacked on the 5th what was they doing on that day um january the 6th was what a tuesday i think so why is january 4th a significant date in my head it's a significant date in my head because that's my mother's birthday. She's alive. A boy to raise at a young age. She was very young, too. So January the 6th was on a Wednesday. So Tuesday night. So January the 4th was that Monday. No, I mean, I think, no, I feel like January 4th is some type of holiday or something like that. It might be the first day that people remember of the year every year because they be drunk as shit. From New Year's Eve. Well, that's a good point. Take two days to recover, then the fourth. Yeah, the first day that reminds us in the year is January the fourth. Every year. <laughs> you know it's a new year, right? Huh? <laughs> like you know it's a new year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's nothing. It's no big holiday that day. Why is the? Unless I'm confusing it with July, just conflating J four, like July fourth. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's it. So, so if you, so all the Jan six people. Um, out of forty, so I again on the fifth there was accounted thirty thousand thirty thousand people protesting that day, including the Q and all showman. Yeah, um, I don't know if he was there on that day though. On the sixth, how could how could you miss said, him? At least they said at least fifteen thousand people um, went into DC that day, and they actually calculate somewhere between. Um, eighty thousand people might have came into DC that day, so I'll just say forty-five thousand people. That's the lowest number that was possibly in Washington DC to protest that day. My question: What was it? Hold on, forty-five thousand people. They still haven't even got to eight hundred arrests a whole year later, and out of those eight hundred arrests, trying. only about seventy people have been put to trial and convicted. And out of those 70-ish people so far, only two people have served more than 14 days. Well, I'm, I had no faith in the Justice Department anyway, but my question is, what were they planning to actually do for real, though? Like, I if think they got four, to one of those senators? Four. 
I mean, they would have killed him. Like you, you can talk that shit like all these chances. Nah, they would have did. They white people though. Like they would have did it. Um, they would have did it. And you want to know how you know for a fact they would have did it? They killed policemen with flash that said "Protect our policemen, please." That's true, I guess. They would have did it, but in the year of eighteen sixty-five, South Carolina. <laughs> Again, all this stuff that happens today goes back to then. Um, in the year 1865, one of the rules and other restrictions to South Carolina was that um, white people, when they do something bad, they don't get in that much trouble for it. Um, in the other restrictions, so th- this is a way they also made laws. They always point at something that's horrible. So back then, back in 1865, alcohol was one of those borderline things that it was like, ah, we shouldn't, we should not, should we be drinking alcohol? And then that's like a 50 to, that's like, if you're Christian, you shouldn't be drinking alcohol. Like, like 50 years before prohibition. Prohibition, yeah. So it was going on back then, but, um, they definitely didn't want black people doing it. Just like now, marijuana. Like, they did not want black people selling marijuana. So, you have people in jail right now for selling marijuana, majority black, while majority white people are out here selling marijuana for real, for legally. Yeah. Like, so. Know, like, every time I see, um, like, those dispensaries and shit, mm-hmm. like, um, just cannabis companies, like, I, get, I get mad at that shit. Yeah, that's why, I, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I don't smoke. Um... Because I'm not, for something they put a whole bunch of black people in jail for, there's no way I'm going to be um, participating in that right Right now. Um, now, now, the capitalism in me say, let that shit be completely 100% free, we'll work out some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hire only black people for that. Um, only, for, well, it'll be like only people that's been to jail for selling. Yeah. Yeah. So, they they put that out there to make it bad. Okay, we don't want black people making liquor. But in the background, after they put that statement out there to say, oh, it's a bad thing, you shouldn't be doing that. What they really mean was, we don't want black people doing anything but working for the white man because black people can't farm for themselves. Black people can't uh, have a store, own a store for themselves. Now, remember in the very beginning of this, Black people has every right assigned to white people in the South, except for they cannot marry a white person. That shit, that shit went immediately left. However, with you having all these rights, you have to sign a labor contract that says, I will work for these white people. And your labor contract has to be with a white person. And you have to know that as a master. Um... If you do not have a contract, you can be arrested under vacancy being a person of color because you don't have a contract that say where your money's coming from. If you are a child or you have a child and you are vagrant or you cannot afford your way of living, which the laws are designed that way for the contracts to be um, so bad that you can't afford your way of living. Your children can be sold into apprenticeship. And as an apprentice, you don't have any rights at all until you're 18 to 21 years old, which means you automatically go into a contract at that age 
and you have to work off your contract. So it's it's a cycle. For anyone who commits a crime or anything, you have to go to court. Black people you know, can I only. Remember, we said like I'm sorry to interrupt, but mm-hmm. we talk about how black a lot of black way a lot of the ways that black people live mm-hmm. is a reaction to shit like that. Mm-hmm. Think about black. Uh, I'll say scrappy. That's funny. what we're gonna get into next. Okay. Yeah. So you have to, black people can only testify against other black people. Um, they cannot testify against white people. And under other restrictions, you can only work under a labor contract. So. South Carolina black laws started out with you have all the rights. However, you can virtually only live under the same conditions that everyone lived as slaves. So when we come back from this break, we're going to talk about how those rules in 1865, 155 years later, 157 years later, is it? We're, we're 157, 67, 47. We're about 147 years later, right? Uh, five, Where's my handy dandy calculator? Oh, yeah, how about 157 years later? Yeah, 157 or 47? 157, because if you was born in 65, mm-hmm. you'd have been 50 in 2015, so it's seven years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 157 years later, what's stemming over from that? Let's talk about that after we get back from break. Tesman, say we back. We're back. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you, you did it finally. Woo! All right, so... This has been a long show. We have talked about basically well, it's been the, a long time the in America. black laws in South Carolina. We we looked at the um, Civil Rights Foundation. Um, the name of the article is The Southern Black Codes of 1865 and 1866. And we read off their interpretation of the black codes, the six black codes that South Carolina put forward um, for black people in South Carolina. Now, um, during the Reconstruction period, so South Carolina and Mississippi was the first two that did it, but in South Carolina laws, it basically said, hey, black people have all the rights that white people had, and they have now. However, you have to work for a white person if you're a black person. Uh, If you do not have a job, you can be arrested. If you are poor, your children could be sold off under apprenticeship. And uh, if you commit any crimes, you could be punished by death. Uh, and those laws do not apply to white people. <laughs> and you cannot do anything but work for white people under either apprenticeship or through a work contract. So let's talk about, in our final segment, basically how this affect things today. I've been throwing dropping dimes and clues about basically the whole way as in how this affects us today. But let's let's talk about in de- that in depth right now. Okay. So like I was gonna um I was about to, I was alluding to earlier. Like um you said that if they fucking with you and they can't show um how you got your money and all that shit. Right. Think about it, that's a big reason why black people do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why I work. I work for this person. 
That's why I got this, that, and third, third. Again, it's a holdover from those days when you had to actually constantly prove that shit. Yeah. Uh, think about the way that black people, like, um, you know, taking getting your kids take. Took right. Him. Think about why that's such a big insult with black people. Mm-hmm. Like, they had to come get your kids. Right. Because motherfuckers, motherfuckers just come get your kids because you, like, from a societal standpoint at that time, in context. Mm-hmm. You know, you weren't somebody, you were a no account, basically. Right. Yeah, I mean, again, this, people, people never contextualize black behavior. They just condemn it or they try to emulate it because they think it's cool without realizing why. Why is it like that? that so, yeah. To begin with. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, I don't want to not care about the society I live in. Mm-hmm. You know how fucking painful that is to actually live right. in a society that doesn't give a shit about you. Right. And your only recourse is to stop giving a shit about it. I don't want to have to sing songs about how bad it is and you guys sing along with me, all happy and jury, and make it a popular thing. Yeah. My pain is... Think about it. My pain is popular. <laughs> My pain is popular. Hip-hop became popular because it talked about the strives and stripes. Jazz became popular because it talked about strives and stripes and the surroundings around them. Yeah. Think about it, too. Like, um, people would talk about, oh, all black people do sit around, they have babies and all that shit. Well, think about it. You don't hold, You don't have a whole lot of ways to prove your masculinity or manhood outside of sex, something physical, mm-hmm. like sex. Especially black people when they take your masculinity and... I said masculinity. I heard that too. I was going to slide. And femininity away from you in every other aspect of life. Like, that's the only way you can show things. Let's go have kids and love our kids and protect our kids as much as we can, except for white people come take your kids at any time. Right. Yeah. I mean, you have no ways. Think about it. You took away um, all legal means of me to prove myself as a provider. Mm-hmm. Then you get. Surprised and confused for why I'm committing crimes. The only way I can provide in the year 2022 is to go work for a person or a company. The people at that company looks a lot like the masters that were written into laws in South Carolina in 1865. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is because the laws of 1865. Instantly separated white people from black people as white people could own things. White people can do things without getting in trouble while black people had to basically stay in their place and stay at that lower level of living because if they I'm stuck on a word. <laughs> but if they had, if they showed to have wanted the same things as white people had, then they were considered out of place. And if they were considered out of place, they could die. Mm-hmm. So you keep a person on a lower level for so long and during that whole time frame, the, the people that's in the black laws as the masters get to continue to um, progress in life. So if you have a long, a, a linear chart or a time chart, um, you'll see a line for black people that's basically parallel to the ground. And during that same time frame, the line for white people continues to rise over that same time frame. And in that today, this is the reason why in 2022, you want to go look at business owners and people that make money as owners of companies, it's majority white. 
Yeah. Um, you look at it in eighteen in eighteen sixty five, all white. <laughs> you look at it nineteen sixty five, same thing. Like it's somewhere in between, and that's because you start setting those gaps apart. It's almost impossible, even one hundred and fifty seven years later, to I mean, bring it closer together. I mean, that's the reason why to this day in twenty twenty two. First black is still a significant phrase for something. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times when you see black people don't not do anything that we, uh, black people don't, how can I say this? You never hear that phrase in a field where a black person probably wouldn't have wanted to be in mm-hmm. because it's not that significant. Nobody wants to be the first black, you know, garbage truck driver. I mean, right. that's what you do because it's a job. You needed a job. Mm-hmm. But, like, in fields that we wanted to be in and we get kept out of, first black is a significant thing. Yeah. Like, especially, <coughs> like, in companies that, like, especially in companies that have a position that a black person is normally been kept out of. Like, let's say the first black CEO of um, fucking Amazon or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, in a new, or in a field, again, it's an already established field that black people have been kept out of. Mm-hmm. That's still, again, to this day, a significant thing. Like, I guarantee you, like, black people will flip their shit if the next commissioner of the NFL is a black man. Yeah. Be excited. Think and about then. how, think about it, like, I know there's been a black owner before, but shit. Think about how excited, like, everybody be there for, like, be an actual full-on black owner of a team. Not a partial owner. Like, I know I own this fucking NFL team. Mm-hmm. This is my team. Everything, the buck stops with me. Right. Because, again, yeah, these, these are fields and areas that black people get held out of that still stem from shit like this. Yeah. Like, and then you get those people on, like, online on social media who try to, again, always try to just, like, disfuse or dismiss, you know, black people, like, talking about this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, this, this a lot of this, you don't, you're not thinking about it. Maybe, and then go back to critical race theory, I guess. Right. Um, you've never been told that this, a lot, you never been told this shit happened. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like, you mentioned it at first, uh, at first like, when early on in the podcast, when we were taught history, as kids, we were never taught the salacious shit that was done to us after slavery. Correct. The books, the history books is always slavery started. It never even depicts how slavery started. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, there was slavery. It ended. We're good. Yeah. Like, no, motherfucker, you can't. At first, there were slaves, then white people said, we shouldn't be enslaving white people. I mean, black people. So they decided not to have slaves anymore. And... That's why today everybody's treated equally. That's about the way they put it. That's it's theory, cool. but that's not how it works in practice. <laughs> so what happened? Oh, you asking too many questions. Exactly. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. You know, that's exactly what it is. Like I said, and my thing is too. Like my thing is this: if it happened historically, they just teach that. Mm-hmm. Just teach teach, teach the, history. the history as it as it is. Right. You know, like. Listen, I'm not trying to say tell every white kid to hate themselves. I don't know. And that's my problem with people in general. Mm-hmm. But mostly this, that side, that argument. Why the fuck are you always going to the extreme of every situation? Right. Like, no one's teaching your kid to hate themselves. Mm-hmm. We're teaching your kid to act, we're giving your kids some context. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, if you see a black kid that's having some trouble, understand that there might be a lot, there's a lot of things that went into your that black kid in your class acting up. Right. A lot of shit that happened before you were born. Mm-hmm. Yes, you had nothing to do with it. Personally, but maybe stay the fuck away. Stay, stay the fuck out the way. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't exacerbate the issue. My daughter has a white kid in her class that said at class, in class in front of the teachers that 
Asians don't do anything but bring coronavirus over and take all the jobs away from white people. And according to my daughter, um, there was nothing done about that. The statement being said in her class. And my daughter, this daughter is 10 years old. So, I mean, things to learn. Generation over generation. This is why when people say, I can't wait until these boomers are dead so we don't have racism anymore. No, things to learn generation over generation. Yeah. Um, So, in 1865, 167 years, 157 years after that, we've had what generations are uh, about 20 years is what they call a generation. So, we're talking about. I don't know if even that wide anymore. Mm hmm. I mean, think about it. White people have kids as teenagers. Yeah. White people have kids as teenagers now. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 pretty common. Well, they're trying to catch up. Yeah, like it's pretty common too. Like, mm-hmm. and not even like, oh, well, her boyfriend's black. That's why it happened. No. Yeah. That white boy got that. That, that, that little white boy got that little white girl pregnant. Yeah. And it, it, even if you go by that standard, we're talking about eight generations later, we still have the same problems. So that means that year over year over year, the same thing has been told. And it's just done differently because technology is different. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Anything you want to say before we roll out? Uh, just fucking chill. That's yeah. I want that. That needs to be addressed. People quit going to the extremes on everything. It's just because something new happens. That doesn't mean the world's about to fucking end in five minutes. Mm-hmm. All right. And understand that context is king. A lot of information changes when you have context. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, listen to what the critical race theory people are saying first and work together to maybe like, you know, hey, understand, work together on the delivery of the message, basically. But that's about it, though. And fuck the black codes. <laughs> I told you, I told you before, hey, you read those shit off, I said... I said I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I, I really want to know what's the difference between the South Carolina ones and the Mississippi ones. Unfortunately, we don't have the time to do it today. Probably seafood. Is that seafood? <laughs> no, Charleston seafood. Yeah, yeah. All right, then. 